Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. So today I'm talking to Mark. Mark, where are you at in the world? I'm writing a book called Think Longevity. Sorry, um, place and country. Where are you at in the country? Oh, I'm in Massachusetts. And okay, tell me about the book. The name of the book is Think Longevity. The goal of the book is to get people to think in the present, you know, about their health and how long they're going to live. Most people don't think of it. We take our lives for granted. And, you know, we tend to eat what the advertisers and the manufacturers are pitching to us and which our bodies are not originally engineered to process. So we end up with diabetes and end up overweight and cancer and, you know, a bunch of other physical issues. So what's your big dream outcome for this call? To get more direction in terms of, you know, where I'm at and where I need to go to actually become the character that I've created for myself. And that is a character that can be online and, you know, like a, you know, a Brendan or a Tony or something, but, you know, in the area of health and to, you know, encourage, especially the baby boomers, because we were pitched all this manufacturing stuff and high carb foods. And many of the baby boomers that are my age, they're, you know, they're struggling with their health. They're struggling with diabetes and heart problems and heart disease. And, and a lot of chronic diseases like this can be reversed. If we put our body in the right conditions and eat the right foods, you know, our body has this innate wisdom to heal itself. For example, I'm practicing keto right now. I've been in keto now for probably six to seven weeks. And I had this tumor, a fatty tumor above my left eye, and it disappeared. I can still feel the scar tissue there. But I think it's because, you know, once your body becomes fat adapted and it's used to running off of fat rather than uh, carbohydrates, that it seeks out fat to utilize for energy. And I'm not kidding, the tumor here, and I had a couple fatty tumors in my arm and they're almost disappearing. And I feel great. I have better mental clarity. I have a lot of energy. Not only do I run a CPA practice, but I've taken all these courses from John Maxwell to Brendan Bashad. Now I'm taking uh, Sam Ovens, you know, his first course there, Consulting Accelerator. You know, I'm just trying to better myself and trying to figure out, you know, how I can get into this space and become effective. Okay, great. So this is a wonderful mission. You're very clear on it. So your outcome for the call is to get direction. But then particularly, you would like to become an avatar type figure in the health space, much like a Tony Robbins or a Brendan Burchard. Exactly. And what outcome would that help you achieve? Well, you know, it would allow me to travel the country, travel the world, you know, speak to audiences, you know, give me freedom to 
you know, right now I go to an office every day and I've been doing that for 30 years or so, meeting with clients and doing tax work, but it was never truly my passion, um, even though I'm good at it. And, you know, if I want to create a, what do you call it, a fan base, you know, have some teaching videos and, you know, have some couple of Facebook meetings a week or something with the fan base and just see people get healthy and hear their testimonies and their outcomes and, you know, how I help turn their life around and now they've lost 30, 40, 50 pounds and their doctor says they're either reversed the diabetes or they're cured of it. And, you know, that would be uh, some kind of legacy I could leave that before I leave this world that, you know, I helped a lot of people just enjoy their life better because I see it with my tax clients. I have a tax client that comes in and on paper, he's worth many millions, but I can see, you know, he's got like 10 years or less to live. He's on dialysis. Uh, you know, he's worked for IBM and given them his whole life but yet he weighs like 350, 400 pounds and very educated, very smart man. But, you know, he's not going to live to really enjoy the assets that he's accumulated. So let's just be really clear. You would like to become an avatar type figure and you're in the health space and you really do want to be as big as Tony or Brendan. Right. Okay. And in that, you will have the freedom to travel and share your message. Right. And you'll also have the freedom to work on something you're really passionate about because your days with accounting are starting to become numbered and you want to stop that sometime. Right. I'm bored with it. I'm losing my edge. I just, you know, as a matter of fact, Monday, when I go back to work, I'm going to finalize my numbers up until this year and I'm going to put my practice out for sale. I'm going to do it myself at first. You know, I know what it's worth and I'm going to put it in the Mass Society of CPAs website there and see if I get some young CPA that's interested. And, you know, I'll stay with them like this tax season, next tax season, whatever that as a consultant, but that's about it. Yes. Great. So do you know what's been stopping you from just doing that all already? Is there something you want first before you do it? Do you think you need first? You know, I was hoping the book, I was hoping to start doing video. I, I mean, last January, I bought all this expensive video equipment. I got this Sony AR3 and I got this G35. Uh, it was stuff that was actually recommended by Brendan. So let's try this for a second. Imagine you're just in your car filming iPhone videos. How does that feel? I haven't really done it. It feels a little awkward, but I think I can do it. It simplifies things, you know, rather than setting up the tripod and the camera. And the, I bought the lights and everything, you know. I noticed a lot of Tony's videos, they're not that fancy, but I think he does a lot of that type of stuff. So this is a really exciting conversation because this is going to be quite different than a lot of the other ones we've done, but the same things will all apply for the most part. First off, I want to touch on how to create a very magnetic persona. Now, I learned this from Dan Kennedy, and if you're intentional with this, oh man, do you present a complete image that someone is able to connect with? Okay. Your primary objective is to connect with people. It's not to share your message. It's to connect with people. Okay. But like, there's a very, very subtle difference in I want to share my message versus I want to connect with people. Now, you'll do both, except if your intention is to connect with others, I think that'll guide you very, very far. So let's say you want to go out and share your message. Okay. Let's say that's the intention, right? Okay, I got this message I want to share. But the problem is you miss people. Right. You miss them by a mile because you're talking about values that you have, that you're trying to sell values to someone else that they don't have. Right. 
So you can't sell your values to someone. But what you can do is you can tell stories and the truth over and over and over again until people start to shift their values. So you want to study books on persuasion, like a book called Flip the Script. Okay. Flip the Script is a book by Oren Claff. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. It's like one adventure after another in that thing. And it's about how to make people think your idea is their idea. It's about how to do inception. And in that book, if you speak to three different pre-wired idea receptors in the brain, people will be like, I need this idea. But you never told them that they needed the idea. Because so right now, even your book is called Think Longevity. Right. And that's okay. It's probably do all right. Like It may actually do very well. It resonates if you care about longevity. Right. Okay, so you're missing people when you talk because they don't want to give up carbs. Right, I'm missing. Right, they don't have the values. Right, yeah. They do not want to give up carbs and they will just shut down. Right. All right, so if you look at what needs to happen, first off, you want to be very loving. It's not very loving to try to sell your values. Right. It is very loving to meet people where they are. So in terms of the persona, the very magnetic persona, well, I'm actually curious. I mean, so you studied Brendan, you've studied Tony, you've now bought Sam. And, you know, Sam was an early student of mine. I taught Sam when he was in his low 20s. He couldn't even afford the program when he bought it. And now we'll do whatever, over $30 million. He's a very sharp guy. I take modest amount of credit for that. That guy would have been successful no matter what he did. He just happened to come to me for mentoring first. I actually saw you in one of his videos. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to tell you the five things. So you want to basically construct a persona like a superhero does. Okay. So superheroes got a superpower. If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. They've got an alternate identity. They've got an origin story. And they get a vulnerability or weakness. Okay. And there's one more that slips my mind, but maybe it'll come up. So check this out. Your alternate identity is that you're an accountant. Okay. Your superpower is that you understand the secrets to longevity. Your vulnerability or weakness, you get locked up in your head with your ideas. Right. And then your origin story. Your origin story is very powerful. Can you briefly tell it? Okay, so what happened was I went to the doctors and they told me terrible news about my health and I grew depressed and I left the doctor's office and went into my car, slammed my hand on the dash and said, this is enough. I thought of my grandsons and I'd like to see them live till at least 40. You know, I decided that I'm going to live to 103 because my, my favorite number happens to be 13. It's been reoccurring in my life. So one, three is in that age number. So I became obsessed with longevity and I found the heart of longevity. So Mark, you're going to want to rehearse this. Okay. And you're going to want to probably ask your friends like, Hey, can I practice my pitch? And then I take it back. You know, you, if you ask people to listen Don't ask them what they think so much as you ask them, hey, did you ever get bored? Did you ever space out? That kind of thing, if you're looking for feedback. Okay. But your friends may steer you wrong. Like, I really don't think you should talk about this or that. I mean, it's tough unless you have a strong copywriter's mind. You want to be very careful with the advice you take. Okay. But where you really had me the most was when you talked about how our bodies are engineered to process food in a certain way. Right. And it's breaking us down the way we're eating. So now we have the origin story. And when you tell it basic and simple like that, it's just you're on another planet compared to most experts. Okay. 
most experts don't tell their origin stories for one. And then if they do, it's 16 minutes. Your origin story is like a minute long. Okay. People will likely be frothing at the mouth to listen to you more if you tell your origin story that way. Now you're going to just kind of have to brainstorm superpower, alternate identity. The alternate identity is easy. Like I'm a guy who's incredibly passionate about vitality and health and I'm stuck in an accountant's body or something. You know, I'm stuck in an accountant's life. So I feel like I've got this alternate identity that really cares about health. And people really relate to this. Like Clark Kent versus Superman. Uh-huh. Bruce Wayne versus Batman. Peter Parker versus Spider-Man. Right, right. And most people have this identity of an accountant as this hunch over guy, you know, older and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so now I want to talk about incepting people, like planting ideas inside of their brain that they think are their idea, but you've done inception. So the way inception works is you have to speak to idea receptors that are already inside their brain. Okay. So like if I mentioned gap accounting. Okay. That goes in your brain and it hits a spot where you know a ton about that, right? Right. Generally accepted accounting principles, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't even know what it means. I just know gap accounting. <laughs> but so when I say gap accounting, you're like, okay, so that's this. And then like, so that's an idea structure that's already in your brain. You've built that structure already. Exactly. If I'm talking to massage therapists and then I mention, you know, some weird muscle name, they would know it right away because they already have the pre-existing structure in their brain for it. Right. When you go out and speak about this, you're speaking to people that don't have structures to hear you. Like, so some do, some don't. But for the most part, you speak about something and it just lands dead. Have you had that experience? Yes. So based on this book, the Flip the Script, there's three different pre-wired idea receptors that everybody has no matter what they've been trained on. Because gap accounting and massage, you can build those certain receptors, but there's three big ones that we all have. Threat, reward, and fairness. Okay. So we're pre-wired to look for threats. We're pre-wired to look for rewards. And we're pre-wired to look if this is a fair deal. So in the venture capital world, the way they do that is they say, look, this doom and gloom threat is coming. Video is going to take over the internet. If you don't have video, you're going to die. Right. Well, the reward is this awesome video platform that can 10x your response rate and 10x your profit. And by the way, the price is X. Right. In terms of like one of the things they pitched there, they pitched the threat of death because of not knowing what your genetic destiny is. And if you know your genetic destiny, you can actually, like this one guy was actually able, based on what his genetic makeup was, was able to extend his life by like 30 years. Okay. So the threat is you don't know what your genetic makeup is. You don't know what you're going to get wiped out by. You don't know if you're going to get Alzheimer's. You don't know, but with genetic testing, you can find out with reliable predictability, and then you can take a lot of great action. So the reward's a longer life. The threat is you don't know. And then to invest in this venture capital deal with fairness, they need to make sure that the guy they're giving money to will lose just as much as they lose if they give money, right? I'm the guy to do it because I've got all my dollars invested. So if this goes down, I go down. We all go down. Right. So you got threats, rewards, and fairness. So now you've got your origin story. You've got people set up. Okay. And now you go into the threat, the reward of addressing the threat. And then I don't know how you work fairness in, but we'd be able to massage it. You might even talk about being unfairly treated by these food companies that make products that grow their profit margins and destroy your body. Right. You make quite a noise with that. So now the essence of business... In a nutshell, 
is that a customer will use some kind of mechanism to gain a result that they desire. Right. That's it. That's basically business in a nutshell. Customer will use a mechanism to get a result. So when I hire an accountant, an accountant is the mechanism, right? Right. But what result do I want? Lower taxes. Exactly. It's that simple, man. I want lower taxes. I don't give a flying flip about the process, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, in fact, the process, I would rather stare at a wall than look at accounting paper. Right. I don't want the process. I want the result of lower taxes. So now here's where we're going to actually get you into a category where you can make a big splash because you're going to stop thinking about mechanism. Right now, the mechanism is to think longevity. Right. Well, longevity could be a result, a longer life. We should talk about this a little bit. So, but we want to pick the customer you want to talk to, and we want to speak to the result they have. We don't want to get wrapped up in what the mechanism is going to be. Okay. When it comes to mechanism, most of us want something for nothing. And that's not a bad thing. If you treat it as a good thing, like, oh God, people want something for nothing. But if you actually sat down at a table and you're like with a pen and paper, you're like, you know, people actually want something for nothing. And this isn't a bad thing. I wonder how I could give something for nothing. So look at what kind of Weight Watchers did, right? They have women. What's the result that women want? Weight loss. Yes, to lose weight. And so Weight Watchers created a very stupid, simple mechanism where women could count points. It's almost something for nothing, right? It's, it's very easy to implement Weight Watchers. Right. They're a billion-dollar company. And if you go to Weight Watchers, they talk about so-and-so lost 20 pounds in a week. Right. They don't talk about counting points. So who is a target customer that is in pain that wants a result where the mechanism of longevity would help? I mean, baby boomers. I mean, people overweight, people with diabetes. Perfect. That is a phenomenal niche because they're in pain. Right. Okay. So I want to give you one other really important threshold. Like, could you imagine a woman in her 20s that does not want children and you're going to try to sell her a fertility drug? Okay. How does that feel? Very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Impossible? Just about. That's what most of us in business are doing. Not to that extreme degree, but you're talking to people about longevity that don't give a flying hoot about it. Right. So we want to pick the people where they care about it. Okay. If you talk to the people that do not care about longevity and you share this beautiful message you have and they don't care about it, you'll probably start to erode your confidence. You'll grow more insecure. And that's what happens to me. If you talk to people that really care about longevity and are really in pain, it'll be a night and day difference. Literally, you'll be in the night, it'll be cold versus you'll be on the beach in the sun. So it's better to talk weight loss and diabetes where they're suffering. Yes, yes. And how quickly can you provide a transformation with the mechanism that you have? Like what was one of your results of your clients? Well, within eight weeks, he lost 15 pounds and I've stopped coaching him and he lost another five pounds. So I think he still wants to lose another 20, probably 40 pounds away. And he's lost half of it so far, but he looks totally different. I got a picture before we started and I'm going to get one tomorrow and he looks totally different. Yeah. And not all weight loss is the same. These are like the life-changing pounds that come off, not like the water weight pounds or... No, this is real weight. I mean, his face, everything's changed. Yeah. You know, so it's not like a Weight Watchers or a mail order catalog. I teach people how to fish. I don't just give them a fish, you know? Right. So let's see here. Are you taking notes? Yes, I am. Yeah. So on the left side of the paper, 
For years, people have asked me about a book, something simple that they could read, that was completely comprehensive, that would help them learn how to start a business when they have no ideas, no money, no experience, no real expertise, when they're insecure, when they don't have confidence. How do you start from zero? How do you start a business when you don't even believe that you could actually help someone in the first place? It's all documented. There's now a path. It's a book. It's called Start From Zero, and you can pre-order it right now. Go to startfromzero.com and click on pre-order so you're first in line to read this remarkable book. There are over 15 different examples of employees, many who became millionaires in four years' time. It's absolutely possible, and you can do it when you get the right training. Go get that book right now at startfromzero.com and click on pre-order. Let's get back to the episode. Draw like a vertical line, very small, and then a horizontal line all the way across to the other side of the paper. Okay. On the left is zero, zero pain, and on the right is 100 pain. Okay. So I had my air conditioner go out in my car in the summer, and you know it got up to like 98 degrees in that car. I'd just roll the windows down. I'd have some of my friends sweat because I didn't want to make the change, but I was in pain. Right but I wasn't in enough pain to make the change. Right. You go back to that woman in her 20s. She's been trying to have a child for three years. So it'd be a walk in the park to sell a woman fertility information and techniques. Right, she's trying for three years, yeah. Yeah, that's a pain of 100. So when my car got up to 108 degrees inside, right, it was excruciating. I went and got the air conditioning fixed. Okay. Now, the thing is, it would have made a lot of sense for me to get my car fixed at 98 degrees inside there because it's pretty uncomfortable. Exactly. So you're going to see me sweating in a car and hot, and you're going to be like, dude, get out of the car. And I'm like, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> when it gets to 108, I'm like, F this. I got to get this fixed. Right. So when you're talking about selling to people in pain, if you literally focus on the folks that are like at their wit's end, the ones that want to make a change. Yes and you just stand there, you won't feel needy, you'll feel content. You're not gonna like try to get the people that are at 98 degrees heat. Right. That's it. So your customer and the result they want. Let's go back there. Okay. So the customer is gonna be, give me some examples of customers. You know, someone who's suffering from diabetes. You know, when I had diabetes, my ears hurt, my my fingers hurt, my toes hurt. So when I got rid of the diabetes, I noticed all that pain went away. So a lot of them, you know, they have all this body pain that they attribute to old age, but it's actually the diabetes because a diabetes attacks every cell in your body. It makes you go blind, you know, puts you on dialysis, kidney, attacks your liver, everything. Diabetic ulcers on your feet and your toes. So I guess my job is to help them see this pain. I don't know. But, you know, and plus they have a lot of weight that they hang carrying around and that's why they get problems with their knees and, and their hips and, you know, they get knee replacements and all kinds of things. And, you know, it's just a... A crescendo of all the, you this know. This is a great research. That's not great that that's happening. Right. Now, Mark, your task is to tell these counterintuitive truths. Okay. So what you just did is you spoke to threats. Do you see that? Yes. What do you see that makes you see that? Well, I spoke to threats that they have unneeded body pain and, you know, and they're losing their eyesight because it's not old age. The diabetes is eating at their eyes. And another thing is, when somebody first starts getting diabetes, I think the medical profession needs to change us. 
They call it pre-diabetes. But pre-diabetes, somebody might think, yeah, I got pre-diabetes, I'm okay. No, you're not okay. Because that means you're over 100. And pre-diabetes is diabetes. It's eating away at you. So a lot of people got this false idea that, hey, I don't got diabetes. I just got pre-diabetes. But it's dangerous also. And I didn't have full-blown diabetes either. I had pre-diabetes. So, and it was attacking my body. So, yeah. I'm going to type in cure for diabetes in Google just to see. Yeah, well, what the profession is saying that pre-diabetes can be cured, but full-blown diabetes or just diabetes type 2, they call it type 2 as opposed to type 1. That's a different type. You're kind of genetically predisposed to type 1. There's nothing you can do about it. You either got it or you don't. It usually shows up by the age of 14. But once you get full-blown diabetes, they say you can't cure it, but you can reverse it. And you know, and you have to live in that low-carb state most of the time. So I want you to focus on the diabetes niche and spreading the message there. Okay. That's it. I think that's the strong, strong thing there is the diabetes, yeah. Have you ever heard of Perry Marshall, the Google AdWords guy? No. So Perry Marshall is a brilliant marketer. In 2004, Google AdWords came out around that time. And Perry saw that as one of the greatest opportunities that's ever been created for mankind in terms of marketing. It's a direct response marketer's playground. People type in a keyword, they click on your ad. It's a marketer's wet dream. Okay. When Google AdWords came out, he positioned himself as the Google AdWords expert. He was a marketing expert. He wasn't an AdWords expert. He knows how to niche himself down. He saw AdWords as the vehicle to get him the reach that he needed to be. Diabetes can be that for you. Okay. It's also a pretty big space. But so like we think it's like these people that are niched down or like just for that niche. People that are niched down to something are generally brilliant everywhere. So I want you to focus on diabetes. I want you to record 10 different videos on diabetes from your car with your iPhone. Okay. And I want you to practice over and over again until the message is dialed, till people feel like they're listening to a friend. Okay. And you practice that and you share it with someone. You, do you know anybody that has diabetes? Yeah, I know a doctor that has diabetes. He's a client of mine. So I want you to build a group of five to 10 people that have diabetes that are like kind of just like friends. Okay. And I want you to set up a relationship with them where they can be your sounding board for the videos that you're making in your car. So you'll make a video in your car and you'll say, hey, did you find this helpful? What do you think about this? Do you have any feedback for me? Okay. So you're going to make your first video. You're going to keep doing that until they say you got good feedback. Like, oh, I don't like the angle. I was distracted. You were in your car. And you're like, well, dang it, Dane. Why'd you tell me to go in my car? Well, because I'm usually wrong, Mark. But then I figure out what's wrong and make it right. So then maybe you do it at your desk as an accountant. You know, and maybe you're the accountant that became obsessed with the numbers of health. Okay. Which is kind of a nice, you know, I'm the accountant that became obsessed with the numbers of health. When I realized that everything in health could be measured down to a number, I started making sure my health was in the black instead of the red. So you said you wanted some direction at the end of this call. Right. And you said you wanted to have an avatar that was like Tony Robbins or Brendan Burchard. Right. So your steps for doing this are to simplify what you're doing, what you speak about. We showed you how to do threats, rewards, and fairness. Now we have you with a niche and a result that these diabetics want. What's the result the diabetics want? Well, to be diabetes-free to... That's good enough, man, to be diabetes-free. Now I want you to create some marketing content that could go out as Facebook ads towards certain like videos that are Facebook ads that just create conversations with people just so you can start talking to them. So like one of your videos on Facebook is going to be like, the text is going to be like, do your ears hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Watch this video to hear the surprising truth of what might really be going on. Okay. 
And now you're going to have a video of you in your car. And it's just you with your iPhone in your car. Ty Lopez built his multi-million dollar information business with an iPhone in his garage with a Lamborghini behind him, which a lot of people made fun of. But he was the one laughing in the bank. Right. Now, you just need an iPhone. And it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable to have the iPhone because you don't look as good. You don't have the lighting. You don't have the professional videos. Right. But you want to shine on that iPhone. You want to face the fears and the vulnerable things that come up. Oh, I'm going to be on my iPhone. I, I got to get the lighting right. I don't like my complexion. What I, all the things that come up for me. You want to practice on your iPhone. Watch yourself talk. Cry about how much you hate how you look or your sound of your voice if that happens. Right. And then like heal, like watch yourself talk until you love yourself on that iPhone. Like watch it play it back. Like this is horrifically humiliating to watch myself on an iPhone. And you keep doing that and you watch that until that's healed. So now you've got, listen, do your ears hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Watch this video to hear the surprising truth. I just want people to know about this information. If you'd like to talk more, send me a message. Right. Right. So now you got a Facebook video going out targeted towards anybody over 60 to just, you know, swing in for the fence on people with diabetes. Then that goes to a messenger bot app, a Facebook messenger bot. And it just clearly like send. And then like, it's like, how long have you had diabetes or prediabetes or what's your situation? They type it in. Now you're off to the races. You'll be talking to hundreds of people before you know it. When I type in diabetes and it says diabetes has become an epidemic. Right. Over 50% of Americans have it. Some form. Yeah. I left out attacks your brain too, but it gives you, you know, foggy brain and everything. Attacks every cell in your body, actually. Oh my God. So Mark, what are you going to do? Okay. The, the only problem I might have is I have friends, but I don't know all their medical history. I don't know if I can find. Run the Facebook ads to find your friends. Okay. Who has diabetes? Okay. No, no. I mean, yeah, actually that's perfect. You're like, you're like, Hey, do you have diabetes? I'd love to talk with you. I just want to be a friend. And it's a video of you in your car. Send me a message. Yeah, I've been trying to build my friends on, you know, just, I got like almost 3,000. So maybe I can just send out a message. Anybody has diabetes, I'd love to talk to you. Exactly. Now you'll have an audience to send your videos to, see what they think. Okay. You're going to practice your message with these five to 10 people. You're not going to make a video, send it out, and then wonder if it ever worked or not. You're going to make the same video five times, but the fifth time you make it and send it to the world, you'll know you'll be swinging for the fences on it. Okay. It's huge difference in confidence. All right. Awesome, Dane. You accomplished what I was looking for today. <laughs> Very good. Now, at the beginning of your video on Facebook, you could say, I'll never forget the day I was told I was pre-diabetic. That's how the video starts off. And then you go into that sentence by sentence. And with a guy like you who's got financial resources at his disposal, right? it's not going to be a problem. You run a Facebook ad for 100 bucks, you could run 10 of those and you'll get your real market feedback right there. Okay. So, you know, Google how to start a Facebook ad. Or if you really have money and you don't care and you want to do it really, really well, you could Google search like Facebook digital marketers and tell them what your intentions are. Okay. So good job. All right. Thank you, man. A full direction for all this drive and desire you got. Appreciate it, man. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. 
So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're gonna need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show, please subscribe, and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.